Good day, brothers and sisters, and welcome to another edition of Centurion Faith, the podcast that helps the believer to seek the kind of faith that makes Jesus marvel. I just want to thank you for tuning in today. I've got a really exciting podcast for you today. Um, I pray that the Lord will help me to share what he's been sharing with me this morning um, during my devotion time. I usually do these podcasts right after I spend my morning devotional time with the Lord and get a download from him and uh, something something worth sharing. And I was looking at um, Proverbs 8, 17 in the Bible, and I hadn't looked at that scripture um, in a while, but it says this. It says, uh, I love those. This is the Lord talking to us, uh, Proverbs 8, 17. It says, I love those that love me, and those that seek me early shall find me. And my my um, my ministry, my life ha- has such a uh, special focus on daily devotional time with the Lord. Spending time early in the morning, I I've always told people for the last uh, you know fifteen twenty years that that um, spending time in the morning set aside for God, consecrated time to to uh, have devotional time with the Lord, to spend time in the Word and in prayer and just praising God and loving on God and more importantly letting him love on you is absolutely paramount. Jesus himself when he walked in the flesh and demonstrated to us what it would look like for a man uh, in the flesh to live under the spirit of God, he he modeled for us a lifestyle we, we um, should be living today and he was always getting away to quiet places it says in the bible over and over that he sometimes they couldn't find him because he just had to go get some quiet time with his father and just spend time you know uh one-on-one with god so he could charge his battery so to speak and get himself uh filled up and ready for that day so i think if if the lord jesus himself had to do this how much more critical is it for us to, to set aside consecrated time for the Lord? And I tell you, when you do this, you really see that um, this time is is not for God. He doesn't need you. He's the, he's the ruler of the universe. He is the great I am, the El Shaddai, the all-sufficient one. So he doesn't need us to do this, but we need it. And when you spend this time with him, you'll just see, you, you feel his presence. You'll hear from him through both his word, his written word, the logos, and and through his spirit. And you'll be edified, you'll be refreshed, you'll be charged. Um, I like to charge my cell phone while I'm doing my devotional time in the morning. And when my cell phone gets to 100% charged, I'm 100% charged, charged in the word and charged in the spirit. So anyway, I hope that um, helps you. And I, I uh, commend you for listening to this podcast. If you're taking time and taking 15 minutes out of your day, uh, to listen to these podcasts, I believe you'll be blessed because you're trying to seek the Lord. And all I'm doing on these podcasts is sharing his word and his spirit with you so that you could be blessed. Um, so anyway, let's dive right in today. I've changed the title of this podcast several times already today. Uh, I started out with with stop trying and start trusting. And then I went from, to, from that to being transformed by his spirit being transformed by his spirit. And then finally, this is actually the final 
third third time's a charm. This is the final uh, title that the Lord dropped on me this morning. This is God's divine idea. So the name of this podcast today, the title is "This is God's divine idea." And what I want to talk to you about is is um, God's purpose for our lives, or what people would say, what is His will for our lives. I believe that his will for our lives is to be tra- is for him to transform us into the image of his son. You know, in the beginning when God created us in Genesis in the first chapter, and you can find this in, in verses 26 and 27, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are talking, and they say, let us, let us make man in our image. And then it goes on to say that, that, um, that man was created in God's image, male and female, he created them. So original purpose which was when adam fell you know that purpose was marred and we were separated from god but god's original purpose for us was to reflect his glory to be his offspring his children and to bear his image here in the earth and uh, when adam fell and was separated from god and that purpose was marred he had already um before the foundations of the world revelation thirteen eight, uh set aside christ to be slain um, and Christ, through his, what we call his finished work, has now reconciled us back to God so we can be transformed into his image. And so, you know, the, the, um, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 15, it says the first Adam was a living soul, but the last Adam, which is Christ, is a life-giving spirit. So what God's purpose is for us today is found in, in um, Romans 8.28, I'll start there. And it says that we know that all things work together for the good of those that love God and those that are called according to his purpose. And we hear that all the time, but we really don't read on and look at the next verse. What is his purpose? For those he did foreknow, in other words, those he foreknew those that would pick him and say yes to Jesus, he also predestinated to be conformed into the image of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Jesus was the first man to be born again, and then we follow behind him. So he's the firstborn among many brothers, and you could say sisters even. Moreover, who he did predestinate, he also called, and those that he called, he justified, and those who he justified, he glorified. So God, it says right there very clearly, and it, and it says, you know, what shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who could be against us? It's, good, it's God's divine idea to transform us into the image of his son. Another great scripture for this is 2 Corinthians 3.18. And um, I would recommend you read the whole third chapter in 2 Corinthians, but this verse in particular that it ends with is so powerful. And we who with unveiled faces reflect the Lord's glory, are being transformed into his likeness with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. So it's the Spirit himself that the Bible says bears witness with our spirit in in Romans 8, 16, that we are his children. And so we really, the reason I was going to name this stop stop trying and start trusting is we have to see this is God's idea for us to be transformed in the image of Christ. And if it's God's idea, and as we just read, it's done by his spirit, we can just trust him that he wants to do this. He wants to transform us into the image of his son. And when we look at like Acts 4.13 and we see the boldness of Peter and the disciples after they're filled with the Holy Spirit, 
And keep in mind, believer, if you've put your faith in Christ, you have that same Holy Spirit that raised Christ from the dead, Ephesians 1.19, now living in you. And we see in the book of Acts when, when Peter and, and the disciples um, uh, heal the man and stir up the, stir up the religious leaders of the day by, by um, healing the man at the temple, people are asking, like, how did you do this in, in Acts chapter 4? And Peter just speaks out boldly, and he says, it says, Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, You rulers of the people and you elders of Israel, if, if this day we be examined of this good deed we've done to this impotent man, and by which means he was made whole, be it known to all people of Israel that it's the name of Jesus Christ who you crucified and who God raised from the dead. It's by him that this man stands here before you made whole. And this is in Acts 4, 8. And now, and it goes on in 11 to say, and this is the stone which the builders, uh, which, which was set not by the builders, who has become the head or the corner, talking about Christ. Neither is there salvation in any other name. So there is no other name given to men whereby we must be saved. The name of Jesus, right? Now listen to this verse in 4.13. And it says, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, they perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, and they marveled, and they took knowledge of them. They noticed that they had been with Jesus. They took, they, they, they could perceive, these guys have been hanging out with Jesus. These guys have Jesus all over them by the Spirit. It's Jesus that healed this man. It's Jesus via, via the Holy Spirit that did this healing. And it says they're unskilled and unlearned. In other words, they saw that these knucklehead fishermen, you know, um, uneducated, you know, ordinary guys healed this man by the power of Jesus that was in them through the Holy Spirit. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that absolutely amazing that it's the same thing that God wants to do for us, to us, through us, and in us? And... You know, Jesus says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. In Hebrews um, 13, 8, it says, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Today, the presence of Jesus is here through the Holy Spirit in us. It's Christ in us, the hope of glory, Colossians 1, 2, 7. All we have to do is believe. All we have to do, Romans 12 says right at the beginning, all we have to do is give our bodies as a living sacrifice to God. And it says this is our spiritual act of worship. When we give our bodies to the Lord, we present ourselves to the Lord. Get up in the morning, present yourself to God, and be filled with the Holy Spirit as you fill up on his word. Romans 12, 2 says that we, are, that, that we should no longer be conformed to the patterns of the way of thinking of this world, but we should be transformed by the renewing of our mind so that we would know the good and pleasing and perfect will of God. And that perfect will of God is to be transformed into his likeness by getting into his word and his spirit. Jesus said, my words are spirit and they are life, John 6, 63. When we soak ourselves in the word of God, we're also soaking ourselves in the spirit of God. The two go hand in hand and we're filled with his presence. And when we go out into the world, it'll be unmistakable. 1 John 4.13 says, how do we know that, that we abide in him and he abides in us, right? 
And then it, and then it answers the question. It says, because he's given us his spirit. All you have to do is believe that you have the spirit of the living God, Jesus Christ, in you because God said it was his divine idea. And it's his idea to transform you into his likeness as you walk with God, as you let him lead. We're never going to do it perfectly, but I just wanted to tell you today, it's God's idea that you be transformed into the image of his dear son. All you have to do is co-operate with God. Co, we co-operate. The Bible says we're co-laborers with Christ. So today I want to encourage you, brothers and sisters, as it says in, in, uh, in the book of Romans, I think it's in 13, 14, it says, put on the Lord Jesus Christ. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. Let God do his perfect work in you today by coming in to him and saying, here my Lord, send me and get filled up on his word and get filled up on his spirit and then go do the things that Jesus did and is doing today through the Holy Spirit. He's doing these things today. He's revealing himself in this earth. I see it every day in people that are filled with the Holy Ghost and people that are ahead of me on the road and, and further along in their walk with the Lord and who understand that it's God's will that they be transformed. I see Christ in them so powerfully. I want what they have and I want to keep pursuing God and keep growing in grace and in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. It makes me hungry for more of God to see Christ in other people. So I want you today as his image bearer to go out and make people hungry for the Lord Jesus Christ by letting him do what he wants to do in you this divine idea was his, and you are his, and you have his spirit, and you can do all things through your union with Christ, which strengthens you. Happy Valentine's Day today. Go out and love somebody today in Jesus' name.